Well, Pilkington is at uh, Seymour Bloodstock up around the Gamby Way, and you think to yourself, well, things will be flying, everything's going pretty well. I think they've still got real water problems there, and Mark joins us now. G'day, Mark, how are you? Yeah, terrific, thanks, Sean. Um, yeah, good. Now, how's the water situation going? From what we believe, it, it's still not that flash. No, look, it's not, it's not great, mate. We've, it's, our property's on the uh, Goldman River, and it's still probably 30% underwater, so... Um, not, not ideal, but um, we're clearly in a lot better position than a lot of other people around the place. It's, you know, dreadful. You look on the news and see those people up in New South Wales. It's, um, it's shocking. Mother Nature, when she gets cranky, it makes you hard to beat. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely devastating some parts of Victoria at the moment. So how big is your property, Mark? Uh, it's, um, well, it's a sort of multi-purpose property with a, a few of us involved, guys, but it's 550 acres and... Um, yeah, so it, it, it's we sort of neighbour the Dolphin or the Darley property on Northwood Road, and um, yeah, we, we you know right on, on the Goulburn. So um, when a lot of that water was released out of uh, Lake Eildon, we've um, we've borne the brunt of it. So uh, still not sure in a lot of areas as to the damage and things because the, the, the water is yet to recede. But um, we're fortunate on our place, we we didn't lose any stock, and um, that was obviously a major concern and probably the biggest thing. Subsequent to the, you know, to the main event at this stage is, um, is the staff welfare. There's a lot of the staff have been upset and we've had counselling and things up there trying to uh, give people a little bit of comfort because it's not very pleasant seeing a lot of the other wildlife and things, of course, um, all get caught up in the in the floods and plenty of cattle that uh, unfortunately found out they couldn't swim. And, you know, so, yeah, it was, it was a very unfortunate um Six or seven weeks Talking with Mark Pilkington from Seymour Bloodstock. Mark, you, you brought up a really interesting point when you said about counselling for staff because you've still got a third of the property underwater. It actually mentioned wildlife and so forth. As that recedes, it's not going to be a pretty sight, is it? No, no. It's, uh, it's very upsetting for all the people who you know live and work on the land. So um, the Thoroughbred Breeders Association were, um, were terrific. I know that Tom Riley, who's, I think he's the national president. Forgive me if I've got his title wrong, but... Um, they were very much on the front foot at, um, uh, you know, immediately when the, when the major events were happening and through their associations they identified the problem and um, and helped out a lot of the farms and their staff with this sort of counselling. So uh, magnificent of them and um, having sat in on a couple of those sessions, um, as a bit of a cynic, I've got to be frank, Sean, um, I think they've, they've you know, really worthwhile and, uh, and Tom and his crew are to be congratulated on that initiative. Yeah. Now, on a brighter note, what's happened with Braden Star and Uncle Bren Cranbourne? He had a good day that day, Cup Day. Yeah, it wasn't a bad day. It wasn't a bad day. Um, Uncle Bren's gone to the paddock, and uh, he's, he's probably going to be going to hope to have a try at the All Star Mile. So uh, he won't be in the paddock for long, but uh, that, that's the hope with him. And uh, Braden Star, we're waiting on the barrier. He's, he's due to go round again on Saturday, attacking them. So hopefully, um, he's stepping out to two thousand metres, and you know, just see if he can. Uh, put together another performance, you know, as impressive as his first one. We, uh, we'll go to bed happy Saturday night. You spanked the runs with him, purposely? Oh, no, look, it's just the way his programs mm. happen, mate. That was his debut in Australia the other day. And, you know, it was three weeks till this till this race, and it was a nice stepping stone for, in distance up to 2,000 metres, and, uh, you know, good ratings race worth plenty of prize money again, so... It uh, was a compelling race to go with him on, and he'll, he'll, he'll more than likely go to the paddock after Saturday. Do Trent and Natalie have a really high opinion of him in terms of being able to get him to one of you know a higher level? Oh, they've had a nice opinion of him. He settled him pretty well from um, 
we had him actually up at the farm at Seymour Park when he came out of quarantine and deliberated whether we put him in a training or not. But we gave him six weeks up up at the farm and he, he really flourished and he's he's been a um, you know hasn't given him any trouble from when he went into training. So they he didn't look a slow dower sort of pom. So they they had nice expectations going into the other day, but it was a decent enough race. So um, you never really know till they till they do it, do you? So. No. They were relieved and pleased, and were all excited on the Saturday. And so he's um, he must have done well out of that race for them to uh, give him another run, and then a in a little bit of a spell, and we'll bring him back. And same again, he's, he's lowly rated, so we can we can pick our way through the class as if he's form warrants it. We used to target the stayers, but these days you get horses like this, fourteen hundred metre mile horses, and people having a ton of fun with them, bringing them out from England. Yeah, look, I think if you, you have a ton of fun if you get a fast one from anywhere. You know, you get, it's uh, we bought in as hopefully as a promising stayer, and but then you look at it of the you know the local product here in Victoria, the Nobis prize money, and and you know our prize money levels are just in retail on an international scale. So you can't win those two and three year old races with an imported pom. So uh, it's, it's Somehow, getting a bit of a mixture of both would be the perfect recipe. I'm not sure what it says for our own sort of middle distance ranks when you're buying stays, and the majority of these overseas horses are winning first up over a mile, Mark, but it's good for people like yourself who are investing in these horses. Yeah, look, I guess. I mean, you've got to keep it in the context. It was only a restricted race the other day, so, um, you know, their horses have had lots of time, and I'm sure once once they get out to their um, to the better trip, that's more suited. You hope that they that they find their mark, but um, sometimes it, you know a change is as good as a holiday. And horses, a lot of those internationals run well fresh, and then don't ultimately go on with it. So uh, I reckon we'll, we'll save too much back slapping for uh, probably eighteen <laughs> months' time when he's put something decent in the bank. Would be good. Now, Mark, you weren't bidding via phone at Tattersalls, were you? On alcohol free, who made about thirteen million Australian overnight. <laughs> Well, put it this way, if I was bidding close towards the end when the gavel dropped, I wouldn't have been alcohol-free. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been nice and molly mark, but look, it's, it's an amazing amount of money, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, incredible. Clearly um, a highly desirous item and uh, people who can afford them, um, you know, it doesn't come down to affordability, it's probably wantability. And if you've got the money, and you know, it's hard to get elite product in any sort of sphere, isn't it? You know, if yeah. you want to go and buy the best apartment in town, you've got to pay plenty of money, or the nicest house in Turak, you, you don't get it for value, you've got to stump up and pay. So, um, yeah. no, I just wish uh, you long and, and their team all the best for the, you know, hope she can win them. I'm not sure of their plans, but hope she can win them a good race and then breed them a champion one day. Yeah, it's funny when you say... that sort of money in. When you say about uh, being on the source and bidding, this is, I told the story before, blokes years ago in Queensland went to the sales and they got, got uh, full as a trough and decided to have a bid. And I said, what do we buy? And they pointed to us and he'll do. And they bought it and called it he'll do. And you'd think drunk you'd buy an absolute slow coach. thing won a Queensland derby. And I think it won, it won a run second in the uh, Carline Cup at Caulfield. Yeah, no, look, it's fantastic. I think uh, for all of the, the method and science and research that goes in behind it, uh, Bit of good old-fashioned tin ass is a pretty important ingredient. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. That's right. Hey, Mark, great to catch up. Good luck with everything. And um, we'll keep in touch. And I suppose if you've got a third of the property covered in water, there's going to be a heap of others still in the same boat, aren't they, around that area? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. As I said, you know, there'd be people downstream in, in, in worse positions. So it's, um, yeah, no, it's down. hopefully just people as much livestock as uh, can be kept yeah. safe. And, um, 
10 years, and the staff can sort of keep walking towards them in the old-fashioned scale. It'll be good. Yep. Too right. Good hey, on you, Mark. Good on you, Mark. Appreciate your time on Big V Racing, and uh, good luck with Braden Star on the weekend at Packenham. No worries. Thanks, guys. Mark Pilkington from Seymour Bloodstock joining us.